Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So be happy to know, Soph, that this time we're going to be talking about film that is sort of like a romance drama. Really? Of sorts. Don't get my hopes up. Like I'm actually with, gonna... with, with a hint of science fiction <sighs> elements. Not nothing <laughs> not, like not like in space type okay. of science fiction, but like in science fiction elements to it. Why is he a scientist? No. Oh. It will make more sense when we get to the film. But it's got Jim Carrey in. Okay, I'm listening. In one of his most serious roles. Huh. I feel like you're giving me and then taking away uh, what's going like on. A, like, yeah, uh, you're making me go uh, on a roller coaster. <laughs> and Kate Winslet. I like Kate Winslet. I was, should hope that you'd probably like this one then. Well, we thought that about what we've just previously reviewed with Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock. But Well, no, you thought that. I... I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, yeah. Hmm. And the film is called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's not... Do you have the, front... Do you have the yeah, cover? Yeah, I've got... I'll get it right now. I've always wanted to see this oh, one. Really? I keep, keep going to it. Oh, that's it. good. Then. I... I didn't know that was Kate Winslet, though, with the blue hair. Blue does not suit you. <laughs> well, she changes oh, colour, a bit like Ramona Flowers. She's from... even got Mary Jane from Spider-Man. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah, so I've got this. It's one of those annoying things because, like, I it is. I think it's still available on Netflix and stuff. But when I know the 4K was out, but it's only in the states, so I had to import it and like, like one of the best viewing experience for you, to, especially you, you've not seen it before. Oh, is that is that the reason? Really, let's be and, honest. And, and it's a really good film anyway. So it's like something I want to have. I yeah, that's that's there. more it. Yeah. Like, come on, let's yeah, be honest yeah. with his listeners now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yes. be like, oh, I'm doing you a favour. <laughs> but you're so lucky, so lucky to, to sometimes let you see these things for the first time and you're seen in the, the best quality possible. <laughs> so Easy lucky to, to have you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, happy that, to know that you've, you've always wanted to see it, so you get this chance. Yeah. Now. But I'll read you the um, little synopsis. Though, I don't know if. By that the cover you sort of know? No, no, I don't. Okay. I just I've always seen right. the cover, and I've always been like, hmm. hmm. So when their relationship turns sour, a couple undergoes a medical procedure to have each other erased from their memories. That's sad. It's sort of like a melancholy this mm. kind of film, but I think you'll enjoy it anyway. Well, I, I think like... that the, you'll probably might see some elements similarities. With our relationship, in a way. <laughs> that doesn't sound good, does it? Do you want to no, erase not, you, me from your no, memory? No, 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 not in that sense. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. Something you need to tell me before we get married. No. That's not a therapy session where I'm putting this on before. <laughs> like, 
I mean, we've only got two months. If you're getting cold feet, you need to tell me now before we start paying people. Well, we've already started paying people. So. Yeah, but everything. Mm. No, it's not. No, that's not the reason. That's okay. what I mean by that. But I'm more excited to see it now. Are that, you? That you, you've wanted to see it, so. Oh, bless. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Okay. So we'll be back shortly with Sophie's thoughts on the film. Valentine's Day is three goddamn days away. I want it resolved. I'm willing to be the one to resolve it. So I call her, and she's changed her number. So I walked over to Antic Attic, you know, to get her something. I thought, you know, I'd go over to work, give her an early Valentine, and you won't believe it. She's there with this guy, this really young guy, and she looks at me like she doesn't even know who I am. And we are back, and typical one we want to record starts raining. We don't have eternal sunshine, clearly, no, Paul. No, no. <laughs> no sadly not. We, well, so, we live in Britain. Yeah. What do we expect? Hopefully, it doesn't get too heavy, but we'll see how we go. But anyway, that might be in the background when you hear we, it. I got... try and muffle that out as best as I can. But We're going like to be having this though now soon. We're coming into the worst kind yeah. of weathers, aren't we? Now we've mm. had summer and spring, coming into autumn, which is the best season ever and then there's winter which i only like when it's christmas and then new year's it's like boo it's winter yeah <laughs> that's sort of all the niceness of that and then oof, got a slog until spring comes <laughs> anyway what did you make of this film <laughs> it's it's a mixture isn't it it tucks at your heartstrings and you just I don't know, I felt a little bit sad at, at, at the end as well, even though it was somewhat of a good conclusion. It just makes you think, well, how somebody can impact your life so much and then without them there, it's quite lonely and scary, really, of not having that person around. I do like the fascination of someone being drawn to somebody and they are they're clearly each other's Meant persons. For each other. yeah. yeah. That's what's really quite nice about the, the film. Not to use a word that Joel uses a lot, and it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see when I said before about the parallels in, in certain ways? Well, no, because, well, kind of. Joel is definitely you. I can see that. Reserved. He is yeah. you. I don't think I'm as much of a bitch as um, Clementine. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm all just like the more... I go, oh, let's do something fun on that kind of aspect. And I'm like, they're yeah, almost like mm, begrudgingly sometimes. To yeah, things. I think. I'm just a lot harder to. to <laughs> do you please. drag your kicking and screaming sometimes yes. along with For things. example, like, obviously, not the ice part because you wouldn't be standing on ice because you can't swim. If it broke I can't through, swim, but, and as well, like. But if, like, on the beach, if you said, like, come, Paul, lie on the beach and make, like, sand angels or something, yeah. you'd be like, I'd, I'd be like, uh, to that, but I'd probably would end up doing it just because. Well, it's like the snowman. I remember once we had this heavy amount of snow. We'd only just moved into his new house, and I wanted to make a snowman. And I could tell you didn't really want to make a snowman, but you ended up making a snowman. And then we had a snow fight, <laughs> and you didn't really want to do that either. <laughs> 
happy you did. So that that's kind of how we, we operate, I guess. We get each other out of his comfort zones. Yeah. I, but Joel is definitely you. He's the reserved, shy. Like the first date they have and he's like on the sofa and he's like... And the, his, the shoulders are hunched up Don't, and he's... Yeah, he's mm. not comfortable in mm-hmm. where he is in his environment and everything. Yeah. yeah, that was like our first encounter where you were like that. But I wasn't like Clementine from the get-go. No, you weren't that outspoken and vibrant. No, I've grown to be... More so, yeah. More Clementine, but I'm not as awful. I'd never... I could never forget you, though. I could never do what she did and erase you from my memory. Unless you had done something really hurtful. Not just called me a slut or a prostitute or whatever the hell he said to her. Like, she just (laughs) sleeps around. It just seems that that she loved him or cared for him so much that she felt like she had to do it because it was like, still can't get this guy out of my head, so I have to do it the the best possible way. Is like literally forget who he, he is. So he had that much of an impact on him, despite the fact that he doesn't seem like no offense to him, like like really special. But she must see something in that. You kind of saying there that you're not special, Paul. Have you just realised that you've like I know, just I know, I know, shirted I know. yourself? Yeah, I know, I know, what I'm, I know what I'm saying by that, but but you are. Well, yeah, but like I say, like with him, it's like I feel like I don't always have like oh I don't know what to say, I've got I feel like nothing interesting to talk about type of things. Those those my, I have those self doubts and when meeting new people as well. Or that is absurd because the amount of stuff you have to say that like you can add value on. Is impeccable. Like there's certain things, like somebody say, "Oh, have you seen this film?" And I go, "No," and then that's that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, but it's only it's like certain least... aspects, is what I mean. You Not like every like important like... stuff. Well, no, but like at least you've got that behind you. Like I'm just more of a chatterbox. That you but it's are. about that you are. a load of rubbish. <laughs> it's never about anything like like what you bring. You bring like really valuable things to it. When when you do say something, is generally valid, and people listen. Because you don't see it that often, if that makes sense. And I think that's what makes it special. Like, Joel is a special character because I'm quite drawn to him, but I think it's because I can see you in him. And I'm actually team Joel all the way. Like, Clementine, I think she's a bit of a bitch. So when we were watching it initially and you said she was like, it's like me and you, I was a bit insulted. I was a bit like, no, I didn't. I hope me- I'm not that I awful. Didn't, I didn't mean it that way at all. <laughs> it's just more the, the intimate moments they had. Yeah. Really, that, 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 those kind of aspects. Like just Not... sitting on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just being into the company and just being really like how I feel really safe uh-huh. being around you type. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can say anything in front of one another and pretty much yeah. doesn't pass anything. And else. and just the the fact of how so much in that person's heart really mm. that you feel like despite maybe flaws and everything that might mm-hmm. people have, you still find the good in them and you still want to be with them at the end of the day? I think that's... Yeah. The prime yeah, example yeah. would have been yesterday for you, wouldn't it? You were in a right grump yesterday. And all I wanted to do was try and make you you smile. Mm. Like, that was like my number one aim. Like, I'd literally had nothing else really that I wanted to do apart from try and make you happy. No, oh, just felt like everything in the world was out <laughs> to get me that day, you really. did. Just, <laughs> uh, just, uh. But in the end, you did crack a smile. So that's why you, you have partners. <laughs> That should try and make things better, and you've done that for me today because I've got to go into work on Monday, and you thought of a really nice breakfast for me. So it's just stuff like that, and I think that's what this couple has, where it doesn't you have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to. It's just a thought and the care for each other. 
it's quite strange because it first starts where they've re-met one another. But you don't know that no. at that point. But it comes back later and it's almost like, all oh, right, that's where that comes in for the timeline and stuff because it might seem a bit odd because like, it's, it's one of those films where the credits don't immediately start straight <laughs> yeah. away. But I do think it's quite clever. It wasn't until I kind of realised that they went back to the beach that she she was kind of going back to where she'd kind of first met him in the first yes. place. Yes, it's almost like a... Hmm, I feel like I've been here before type mm. of moment. Like, well, we all have those where you're thinking... Like a deja vu. Yeah, or like, why do I like something that seems out of the ordinary to most people? Like mm. like an old music or... Like the old films I like. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, did, was I just... Yeah, I, I think of I'm that era old... kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that, those kind of, that aspect. But... I must be an old soul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean, I do. And I think it's... One of those where you do have these moments where things draw you back. Like, part of me just wonder if me and you wanted to ever clear one of each of us from our memory. The amount of stuff we'd have to get rid of. Yeah, to just to go through that process. Like, there's like, ten years of stuff being built up here. Yeah. Like, I'd even probably forget if you'd have bought me or not on some of the occasions. No, I mean, there'd probably be something that you stumble across and be like, oh, what's this? Kind of... Yeah. After the fact, I mean that. Well, would what be. would we do? Because we live together. How, do, how would that work if we wanted to forget one another? You come home and you think, "Who's this randomer in the house?" <laughs> I think that'd be a, a bit of a <laughs> harder case to crack, really, wouldn't? Because you'd have to literally move. I've moved out somewhere, settled mm. in somewhere else for this to to occur. But that's what I meant by the science fiction element to the film, um, and a lot of the other visuals that are going on as well, almost like a lucid dream. Yeah, I suppose. So the director of this film, we've covered one of his films before, which was, and it might surprise you actually, or maybe not, I don't know, but Be Kind Rewind with Jack Black. You know, when they did the video store rental yeah. place. Mm-hmm. And that was that had a kind of like a somewhat melancholy ending in a way, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. that with What's His Chops In? Serendipity Go as well. No, thinking no, of the other you, one. What's you're it? thinking of High Fidelity. Yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, it was there. Um, but the so in terms of the visuals there that mm. really works well. But I think what really strengthens this and I print I didn't know at the 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 time. Well, so, to be honest, I didn't, when I first watched the film, I wasn't know who the director was or anything like that. I wasn't too into all like all the intricacies there. But it was written by Charlie Kaufman, and he's like one of my favorite directors in terms of like doing like stories and stuff there was a film on Netflix a couple of years ago called I'm Thinking of Ending Things and that was like if I had to pick a film of the year that probably would have been it I really like that kind of it's one of those, he's one of those people who's writers who like does like things that kind of make you think about what you're watching it's a lot of, sorry have I seen that film no not yet I do think you you probably would value that I think this is kind of like a dip in the toe in the water <laughs> with how he kind of like his mind works I suppose right. um and because I think a lot of that plays in strongly with how obviously it's written in a way that mm. so that kind of reflects that but there's other films he's done like a stop motion one called Anomalisa and I think you probably would like that one as well mm. but. I do feel like this is a romance but it it's done differently and I think it's not your cliche and I think that's why it, it There's some. That's out. why. Yeah, exactly. That's why his his writing style is, lends itself to that, and it's something almost fresh. 
it's yeah. relatable as well for the normal people. It's not like a rom-com where, oh, this dishy young man and this beautiful woman well, fall yeah. in love. And it's like, actually, no, this, I think Jim Carrey's character, A, Jim Carrey, is, is always solid. And it's nice to see him in a different role. Yeah. The only other we, we know we covered back in way, way back was like the Truman Show. When he yeah. Was... Oh, that was awful. I didn't like that. It was so sad. <laughs> yeah. No, that really, that really, yeah. really made me sad. Yeah. And I've always wanted to see this film, mm-hmm. and I think it it lived up to its expectations. Mm. Obviously, that was good. we've got Kate Winslet, Titanic. It's... I haven't yeah. seen that, but yeah, <laughs> she's she's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Not really great with the blue hair. <laughs> Don't really think that's no. her style. No. What about it, the orange hair or the red not, hair? It's not too bad. It works a bit better, but I still think blonde is. <laughs> yeah. Her colour. <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you make of um, Patrick? <laughs> you were going to say that. Frodo Baggins. Well, he's still got those eyes. I don't know what it is I about know, his yeah. eyes. I know, yeah, his eyes. He's those watery, like, wide-eyed yeah. gaze, isn't he? Yeah. I, did, I don't know. I thought there were contacts or something in <laughs> Lord of the Rings, <laughs> you know, to give him that, like, hobbit effect. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's a pain in the arse in this one. I think he's a right douche of oh, character. Oh, yes, he absolutely is, yeah. It's a bit of a sleazeball. Like, who falls in love with somebody while they're washing the memory of an ex-boyfriend? Like, who does that? And steals the knickers. That's such a weird... He's such a creep, yeah. And then he's trying to be her ex. Yeah, with all the, 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 the trinket and... and everything. Like, saying his lines and, like, reading off a sheet almost. Like, Yeah, it's like, you're not even being yourself. Like, at that point, from reading, like, this thing, she's kind of like, oh, hang on a minute, this sounds familiar. Kind of yeah. thing. And then that's kind of screwed him over. So it's like, well... It's conflicting her and really bringing back the memory. But what I picked up on this time was um, when he's there with uh, Stan, which is Mark Ruffalo's character, mm-hmm. Dr. Hulk. The Hulk. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, he's, he's there with him and he's like looking around Joel's apartment. He's like, oh, it's a bit of a slob, isn't he? Like, and like picking faults at like everything he's got in his apartment. Like, oh, what are you doing there? Who are you to poke fun at this guy like just and you're the one who's trying to muscle in and get rid of his girlfriend basically yeah. and take over yeah. and then slagging him off and it's like you haven't even known him you've not even spoken to him yeah and you just seem a bit of a dick of a character really yeah but i don't like the fact also that while they're doing all this stuff they're having like a party almost like and they'll sort of drink his booze and just yeah. dance on his bed while he's you know, going through this traumatic process, and it's like, have you, have you got no sort of respect for like mm. the person that's like, oh, they're trying to forget a painful memory essentially, and it's just like this is making lighthearted fun I feel of like, the situation. It's a bit like, yeah, nasty. and I don't know if it's actually that it's just this occasion they're just being like that, or if oh, this always... occurs, yeah, yeah, if it's all every patient that they have like a little boogie, but it's that Mary character, isn't it? Which is at Kirsten Dunst, yeah, she's always a Mary, isn't she? Mary Jane, yeah. Yeah. Don't think she plays always Mary characters, but very, very thin this one this time. She yeah, look I th- that thin in Spider Man. Yeah, um I think it was I believe the film was early two thousands as well, so it may be in between the two certainly not the first Spider Man after the f- after that one, mm. I believe. So maybe in between one and two of I don't know if it's because she was just rocking around in her knickers that she just looked like really tiny. (laughs) Yeah. And you kind of have to feel for her as a character. 
Because she seems to be the first one that they did this experiment on, really. And she got her memory wiped. So Un- she Unknown to her, yeah. Well, obviously, you yeah. forget, don't yeah. you? But I mean, at, that, I mean, at this point, the story yeah. obviously comes to light, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she kind of was seeming to get along with Stan. And obviously, they were drinking and all of that. And yeah. then, obviously, it comes to light that she's always had a thing for the main doctor. Yeah, Howard. Yeah, Howard, yeah. who's a lot older. And it seems to be she's always had a crush on him. And it wasn't really going anywhere, and she just always fancied him. Yeah, something about again, like mm, this, 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 is this connection here, but I don't know why. Yeah, drawn to that. It seems to be that why. there was an affair or something already yeah. had happened because obviously he's married, and he kind of led her on, and then they were like, "Oh no, it's for the best. We sh- yeah. should forget it and wipe your memory." I have a question though: the wife, if she knew that, why w- I what? wouldn't stick around. Does seem rather odd that that unless she thinks she can stand by him and just like uh, oh we're all at you off this time. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, but... <laughs> Paul. If you ever cheat on me, then that's like get out of the door. But it's not. Yeah, you can't do like uh, it's this memory weapon isn't is just for to forget a person. It's not to like oh let his wife forget that this instance ever happened. Exactly. Like that. Be, yeah. That would be good because then that's like um, about time. Yeah, yeah, just go back, go back in time, and just yeah. relive something and go mm-hmm. do it for the better, or yeah, or say a different line, uh, or yeah, you knew that happened, so you like, oh, that. I'll go a different direction or whatever. Yeah. I think this is the part where, when he's actually getting Clem wiped from his memory, and he realizes it's happening. I mean, that's is... the, mo- the hardest part of the film, yeah, and it's kind yeah. of like oh, oh, it's like it says like just let me keep this one memory please, or like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, and it's like, uh, yeah, I want to get out. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So if you were going to wipe me from your memory, what one memory would you want to keep? That's a bit of a hard question to say. Mm. answer on the spot, to be honest. Well, come on. I mean... I don't know. Um, there'd probably be lots of instances, but there'd be one that... Listeners, does this mean we should be getting married if you can't even think of one I, single... I, I, t- I take you've got one in mind then. Well, part of me thinks yes, and the other part of me thinks, well, maybe not, because it, would I want to remember it if I'm not with you? Okay, but that's not that's not, not, that's not what I asked. I asked, do you have a, do you have a mem- one memory that you'd want to keep? Yeah, but it depends on what happened to the reason why I'd want to wipe your memory. To, would I still want to keep that memory? But yes, I do have one. Okay. Would you like to know what it is? If you want to divulge that information, yeah. Well, I think it's already divulged. Everybody's seen the yeah. moment anyways. You, are you talking about the proposal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's a vid- I'd want a video of you fumbling with your piece of paper reading <laughs> it to me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't from that perspective, was it? No. Well, it would be something along those lines anyway. Well, hopefully it would be the saying the vows. Yeah. As long as I don't mess it if up. If you do with the fight, it's fine. It won't be you if you didn't. <laughs> do you know, there's one line as well that she says, which, oh, it is so me. You don't tell me anything. How many times do I say to you, Paul, tell me what's what on you your mind. Thinking, yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. And then you go. So that's another thing I can, relate, <laughs> can relate to with us. Yeah. <laughs> I like, and then like, I think um, Jim Carrey's character says, you talk just for the sake of talking. I was like, ouch, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but the difference with Clem is she takes it personal and thinks that Joel doesn't trust her. 
because he's not opening up in her sense because he's not telling her everything like literally paul gets an earful of my entire day and my emotions like he gets it all he knows everything and sometimes if paul's in a bad mood i have to pry it out of you to to, to what is wrong you're more an open book like clem says herself mm-hmm. and yeah i'm more of an enigma really you are. <laughs> but to be fair, that's what kind of appealed to me initially. Mm. But I didn't think 10 years on, I'd still not know. Keeping it fresh. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that what it is? Always something to learn, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, you are still. There's, there's so many other... There's, there's parts of these boxes of you that <laughs> I've unlocked, but I've still got a <laughs> long to way go. to go. But I guess it keeps you on your toes. It keeps that in uh, intrigue. Mm-hmm. I hope that you're not bored of no, me because I tell you everything. Ab- no, absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> it's like like doing this as well, like that because that's a, like opening doors on like what your thoughts on certain films are, or it can be music or things like that. Yeah, I'm not bored. Don't worry. Okay, all right then. Because <laughs> <laughs> you keep me on my toes. Like when we're going through these lucid dream sequences, anyway. Back to like the the visual style of the film. Mm. What did you make of that aspect, you know, like when he's, he thinks like he hears her voice and it's like, oh, that name, I've heard that somewhere before. Or or even like that one that really stands out, like when he's he's first talking about the situation where he's, where she's in the bookstore, where she works, and she doesn't even know who he is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's been wiped at that point, so that's the reason behind that. But it's almost like, a, oh, in a relationship, like, oh, I don't, just pretending it feels like to him. Yeah. And then they kind of like, uh, you don't see Patrick at this point, it's kind of like kept hidden away, like behind the books cleverly. And then as he's walking away, the lights in the building start going out. Uh, That's really Mm -hmm. effective. Like, show like he's so getting so low and depressed and everything. And he kind of like comes back into the reality, into his friend's house. Yeah. I really like that transition. It's really effective. They've got some really good transitions of. When he's in and out of dream states and yeah. how it flashes back from reality to where he is mm-hmm. and to when he's yeah. kind of getting the surgery, would you? I don't know what it's called. Mind yeah. wipe. <laughs> Going through the procedure. Yeah. Yeah, you have that. And like, you know, like we might have in dreams where someone has just appeared, even though like you like conversation you had earlier that day or something or like why is the two of you or the, the, you know there's those kind of dreams where it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense but it's all just accumulated from stuff that's happened throughout the day and yeah it's just praying yeah, on your mind praying. in the background yeah it's like when he's running away with clem mm-hmm. and trying to bring him into different scenarios i quite like that aspect so you like from them from his like early childhood yeah there's that for that forced perspective for the table as well as kind of the fact when he's in his little pjs and it works so <laughs> yeah. well and then for the fact that she's like meant to be his mum's friend yeah. and she's dressed up in like who am the, i kind of thing yeah, yeah. in this situation <laughs> <laughs> and it just works yeah so well and there's a bit of comedy there but at the same time there's this it's like a really charming comedy like there's another bit where where he's as a young boy and then in the sink and no no it's when the like the bullies are there like oh Oh, yeah murder whatever and then there's like a thing where he is a as uh, there's another kid actor being the boy is like a young very young joel Mm. but then when it gets to him actually being as jim carrey with the kids and then clementine comes along as she's got wearing these 
you obviously like she's got a, like a hat and everything. Cowboy and, girl. Oh, hat yeah, and... yeah. Everything is like, come on, Joel, just ignore them. Like they're not worth it. Kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> situation is quite amusing. Don't you wish we knew each other as little kids? Yeah, he did, he did say that as well, didn't he? Like, I yeah. I would love to have known you yeah. as little, because. I think I would have been her. Like if somebody came <laughs> yeah. at you, yeah. I'd have been yeah, like, "No, leave him alone." Objective, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe. It I might used have to been. be like that with my sister. Like she used to get bullied at school, and then I didn't realize I was making it worse yes, for her I know. Yeah. because I would then stick up and go like for her. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Oh, you need your baby sister to stick up yeah, for you." Yeah. And it's not a good look, is it? No, but I would literally be like this kind of little. Ma- Do you remember the book, Little Madam Fufu? I don't like your attitude. Can't say that I do, sorry. <laughs> Bonking the children on the head. Well, I my mum bought me this book and I yeah. used to read it from the library and I used to love it. Yeah. And is I'll have to show you a picture. Little rabbit foo-foo. This is him. You can get the book for £6 on Amazon. Little rabbit foo-foo. That's him. Bonks everybody on the head. Okay. <laughs> and there was a saying. Let me see if I can find the... What is the meaning of Little Rabbit Foo-Foo? Little Rabbit Foo-Foo is a child's poem about a bunny rabbit harassing a population of field mice by scooping them up and bumping them on their heads. That sounds very violent. (laughs) Sadistic. (laughs) If anything. Field mice. Like, they're smaller than him. (laughs) Going on a massacre. The rabbit is scolded and threatened by the fairy known as the Good Fairy, who punished and disobedient rabbit by tra- transforming him into fairy. A fairy. A good Why fairy. a fairy? I don't know. Not a nut. Where's his mum and dad? It's a I fairy. Thought... <laughs> who punishes him and tr- and disobedient rabbit by transforming him into a goon or a goonie? A go- goons are like what the the villains have in like. You like superhero <laughs> films or whatever, the go- yeah, the hired goons. But yeah, this is him. Look, look. Picking up on the little field mice and everything and bonking them on the heads. Anyways, where are we going with this? So. <laughs> oh, you on about the your sister and. Ah, uh, yeah. So I was referred, this book was like kind of my book that I'd get from the library and I would read it and I'd absolutely love it. And I don't know why, but mum said I was little rabbit foo foo when I was little. Well, we certainly hope you weren't smashing up mice. I was bonking everybody else on the heads who want nice. Did you have a hammer? I wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> you love me, really. <laughs> I... But anyways, it is one of those things where, yet again, I would be the the girl dragging you away, yeah. being like, leave him alone. <laughs> That's literally what that looks like. Yeah, again, I can imagine that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Oh, bless you. <laughs> you well, I, it shows that Clem has got his back, like, throughout anything. She's always Team Joel. She will always do good by him. Yeah, there's the, she's got that strong connection with him, like I say, and it's, it must have been so hard for her to initially go through the process, but fate seems to keep bringing her back to him, really. It's just, like, meant to be kind of... Thing and I love what... that about life in general. Like, and I think that's what this film shows you, that... Fate, if something's meant to happen, yeah. it will happen. You can't just erase it, it will come back around. Like the fact that when um, Mary kind of learns about the situation with the past that she'd already had a memory wiped, mm-hmm. that she took it upon herself pretty much to 
take all the files from Lacuna, which is the the place that she worked at. Which and interestingly enough, that means like a gap, meaning that you know, like obviously getting rid of something that like from your memory in this instance. So it's kind of clever in that as well. But even through you know, like getting taking the files and then distributing them everywhere to like, right? Hey, this is here's some information you need to know mm-hmm. about the situation you've you've had. Is this information on a tape to wipe the memory and everything yeah. to do that? So. It seems like fate that that was obviously again to, and probably for a lot of people that she sent those things out to, to to, to kind of fix the problem that had, that had occurred. But it must be so confusing to have got your memory erased and then you're listening to this tape of you slagging somebody off that you want to forget. What would you want to forget about me? The hiccups. <laughs> That's so nice, Paul. I was waiting for nothing, darling. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. It'd be your hairs. Wow, how much of a mess I make with yeah. shaving. Yeah. yeah. They're just everywhere. Like, you're just so hairy. I can't do nothing about that, really. Wish you could. There's a moment in the film that saw this time around and it kind of, again, it's added to the sadness of the situation where. Joel's is kind of like awake with his eyes open, almost in this mm. in-between state of was was trying to raise the memories, but he's trying to keep fighting, keep them and everything. And he's kind of got like tears in his eyes, kind of like the situation is like, oh, this is so painful to me, to having to now going through this and trying not to forget anything about her and everything is kind of almost like really feel sorry for him mm. at that point and. It's just the trying to cling on and like running away, trying to hold on to the memories. And Clem's like, I don't want to run anymore. (laughs) Like, what's going on? She's like, and kind of then he's creating new memories with her while in the same time. Yeah. Even the obviously the hiding in humiliation Mm -hmm. situations, cartoon animals in the magazine or whatever. Yeah. And he's, she's like, oh, really? Kind of thing. It's like, well, you, you told me to do it. And it's like one of those moments. And then his mum walks in and, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. One of those moments. So. But it happens and it's it's teen, teenage years. And I think that shows how the bond of their relationship is so strong. Like, they can go through anything. Again, with the visuals, that's keeping an interesting way of going about that, really, to like, oh, just go to the past and, like, in these scenarios, even with. Visuals like in the um, obviously on the beach and it's like snowy and everything. And they mm-hmm. go to that house and it's like, oh, can that, you let let me in or whatever? Or we stay this time type of thing and that kind of that that really got to really, me. Yeah, yeah. And it's all that kind of crumbling down, almost mm-hmm. like the the relationship is crumbling down. There was a bit earlier on when the the cars a car just like falls from the sky and it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's falling apart here, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and I think it's you? like the. Why did you you not stay? Why yeah. didn't you, you know? And it's always those things where you always regret kind of the things you didn't do and never the things that you do. You do yeah. More so than not. Mm-hmm. And it's like I remember the first time we met, I wanted to like hug you. I don't know if we did hug properly or if, if we... I think I gave you a hug, yeah. Yeah, and I, I was like, I'm not sure if he likes me and and anything like that. And it's like, well, maybe we 
could have made more of an effort of making each other feel like we did like one another, if that makes sense. No, I get what you mean, yeah. Like, we were but... sat at two opposite sides of the sofa. Like, yeah. literally, you just thought COVID would have applied. That's, like, how far away from... we were from one another. <laughs> I know. It's very strange to think on how we were then, but both yeah. as bad as each other, I We guess. really were. I think we were a match made in heaven just for how awkward we both were. <laughs> What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. But there you go. That's all that distance. And then we've now gotten closer and closer. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't so. have anyone else anyways. Neither would I. It's good then. Because I get married. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really enjoyed this film. And I can kind of see where you're coming from, apart from she's, you know. Yeah. That's not what I was picking up on. It was more the, the nicer relationship stuff. I really enjoyed it. I really did. And by the way, I think you would be a good mother anyway, rather than him oh, going thank like you. <laughs> him going like, uh, you know, it's a lot of responsibilities and stuff, and you're so like flaky or whatever. And, mm. and she had to go. I, I'm not that flaky, am I? Really? That's no. the issue. <laughs> You'd be a lovely dad, I think. I I think what values ours would have is, I think I'd be more the morals, the do, the rights and the wrongs. I'm very much driven by, by that and yeah. how you treat somebody. Mm-hmm. Not saying you're not. But I think you've got such a collective taste in films and music that you'd be able to bring that. And obviously, if his child doesn't love Pokemon, I think Paul will be absolutely devastated. <laughs> you know, like a dad that really wants a child to get into football, which you weren't. And however your dad might feel about that, obviously, Joe... I don't think he's, like, devastated, Joe stepped to be up honest. to the mark <laughs> with that one. But I think... No, but you can't you just... Be a I bit... get, you can't force... Just like you can't force somebody to love you, you can't force them to Be like what, in... Like in what, you know, their own, their own person. But it's from a young age, you can easily manipulate <laughs> them. Be <laughs> <laughs> the puppet master, yeah. That's true. <laughs> true, but, you know, we'll have to see one, though, won't we? You know, Wait, if you give them a Pikachu teddy from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. yeah like... Okay, we'll go to a scoring, then. It's me, isn't it? Yep. It is a really, really lovely film. Some areas it's a bit intense and it's dark, and it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Skeleton Twins in that sense, where you do love watching it, but it is darker than actually your normal rom com kind of vibes, and it does give you. That's like I say, I think Charlie Kaufman's writing on that is purposely done that way because of like in his other films, he's more like that. He's not of all the super gushy mm. aspect to it. It's more, it's more real life. Yeah. And realistic in that sense despite obviously this being about dream sequences but it's you know dreams can be wild and wonderful in their own right so to do with ordinary people though yeah yeah real relationships as a sense and more the rawness of a relationship yeah i think it's really cleverly filmed it's clever with the dream states and going in and out of it and Mm -hmm. how it begins where they're starting their relationship again even though they've had this past already it is one where it takes you on an emotional roller coaster where you want to cry when he's getting so upset that he doesn't actually want to forget her. And then this lovely little cherished moments where it kind of makes it all lighthearted. <laughs> I don't think I can give it bang out of 10. And I don't know what that little bit is that would make it a 10 either. Okay. I don't know what that is that I need. I think if she wasn't, there's two maybe. I probably blame him Patrick. <laughs> a I, understand, bit. I understand that, yeah, but he, d- he doesn't get the girl anyway, so I guess it's okay. But maybe like Mary and 
Bruce Banner dancing <laughs> on the bed. But everything with Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet is golden. So I think for me, it will be a 9.5. I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, I was I was hoping for a ten. Oh, I'm sorry. Because that's why I'm gonna give it. Are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's close. That's close enough. Yeah, I can understand why you maybe um, those characters being a little off-putting, but I think that makes part of the package yeah. really because it is kind of think of like, well, why is they behaving that way? Mm-hmm. Particularly, like, say, like <laughs> dancing in his bed while he's going through all this. Yeah. And I mean, even his there's other friends of his like in their house and there's one of them's like oh hey like here's his information he gives he gives up the information like where she's gone through the process because he's trying to be a good friend to to him and everything obviously that's where they met anyway at the like a beach party or something yeah but i think what strengthened my love for this film it probably would have been like a nine last time i saw it but being more in touch with that kind of more drama based films as i've grown up and Charlie Kaufman being getting to know him, how his mind works and how, how he writes things and his inflections in the films he does and everything. I think that's kind of strengthened that more for me in, mm-hmm. in this experience, watching rewatching it again. And it's it's just very visually interesting as well, with what it does it and is. everything. And just again, it kind of makes you think, and that's what I do like about films that if I give them a high score, it's usually because they've got more depth layers to them to, to come back to. It's not enough. It keeps it interesting maybe each time that you, you kind of see it. So I feel like this this film is, is one of those examples. So. And don't get me wrong, I would definitely go and see it again. Yeah. And I think the only reason why I haven't scored it a 10 mm-hmm. is, you know when you put certain films on a pedestal and then you think, well, is it really up to, up to their standards? And I know some films you shouldn't compare because they're completely different. Yeah. And I think that's what I do lately. It's like the certain films that I think are knockouts. And then it's like, mm, it's just not bang on there for me. But then another watch and I probably yeah. think no, it's the same as you. I mean, that's, that's like I said, 9.5 is not far off from no. being there. But I, I, that's, I will, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bless yeah. you. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it. So thank you. Okay. Right. Yeah, so I'm glad that when you obviously you said at the beginning, like before we watched it, it's like, oh, I've wanted to see this for ages. Mm. So I was hoping for obviously a high score, and you've kind of given me that. So oh, bless you. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah. I I do really enjoy this still, and I hope that the listeners out there still enjoy listening to <laughs> us ramble on. But even if they don't, I enjoy sitting yeah, talking so, to you yeah, for a, yeah. an hour or so. So, so maybe that's a. Some cliches that might sound like that's a memory we would like to keep. I don't know which one particularly, like of all the stuff we've done, mm. but like just stuff like this, talking about stuff, having a laugh about it is a moments that we'd want to keep. Yeah. So. Well, you do. You get to keep them. <laughs> yeah. I always think that's a lovely thing of like if neither one of one of us is here, if we've got children, if they still want to listen to mummy and daddy rambling on about crap, then yeah. <laughs> they can when they're a little bit older, depending on what film we're reviewing. That's true. However long we go for, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Next time will be your birthday episode. Woo! My birthday! (laughs) Just if anyone doesn't know, I am going to be 30 years old. I know I don't look it. (laughs) I'm still a wee baby. Still act right on sometimes. (laughs) Oh, 
That's so true. <laughs> Pull, huggy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, yeah, I hope hopefully people are looking forward to that. Hopefully you're looking forward to being, to have your birthday anyway. <laughs> yeah. There's so much exciting things mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get spoiled. Yeah. We deserve it, so. Well, if you have enjoyed this episode and want to check out some of our other episodes, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And if you want to follow us on social media, if you haven't already, of course, we are on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, under the handle SP underscore film viewers. And if you'd be so kind as to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Good Pods, and wherever else they do the scoring system, that would be fantastic. It would. Any lovely comments, we, we appreciate. You know, anything, anyone likes anything nice said about them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. No one does not, not, not. No. And thank you very much for listening once again, and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time when it's my birthday. Bye. 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 Bye.